0: to get up, get out, and do something. Virtual Voter Rally was designed to encourage people to vote in the 2020 general election. We have seen the statistics of voter turnout from past elections, and we also have heard about the unjust obstacles being created to discourage and prevent underrepresented communities and populations from voting. Even with the aforementioned, we know and still believe in the power of the vote. And that's why it is imperative that we unite, and encourage everyone to march to the polls. It is no longer just our right, it is now our obligation. Join us as we are joined by our guests to get up, get out, and do something during this virtual voter rally, which originally aired on October 24th, 2020.
1: I don't know where to start. I, I feel like, I feel like Black people, we fool ourselves into believing that we like candidates. I think When act- and in actuality, we are always trying to choose between the lesser of two evils. There's never really, other than President Obama, and naturally, everybody has issues, but I just feel like we're always trying to reach for who's going to hurt us the least. Mm. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if, in that respect, I don't know if that's a choice, but we trick ourselves and fool ourselves, I think, into believing that someone is our candidate. You know, I told you I don't know if I was the right person to have on this show because <laughs> <laughs> I de- I have issues with the political system. I, I just have. I'm from Memphis, <clears throat> Black Haven. Shout out, you know me. What it didn't matter whether it was Bush, whether it was Clinton, whether it was Obama. There are just certain elements and certain there's certain things that just never change, no matter who is in office. Yeah. So it's like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying don't vote. I think we all, we should all vote. I just think that we're trained and ingrained to believe that these people are going to save us mm. and we gotta save ourselves definitely vote but at the end of the day we vote for these people and we sit back and we expect them to do something and i just think our expectations are in the wrong place Mm
2: -hmm.
1: at the end of the day we need to take control of our communities we need to help each other up we need to support black businesses like it is we have to change our communities because some people feel like the the conservatives don't care about you, and they feel like the Democrats only talk to you every four years. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, I'm definitely not. I think that we all should vote, as as uh, as Brother Kev was saying. It's people that died for us to have this right. Yeah. This is yeah. not a game. Yeah, it's not. It's not a joke, and it's not a game, and it's so. You know, like when I talk to my kids, I have to constantly remind them that these feel like that these feel like stories to you out of a book, you know what I'm saying? A fictional yeah, book. <laughs> but I'd be like, boy, go talk to your granddaddy. You know what I'm saying? Go talk to your granddaddy. Like we're so far removed from some of those things. Like you see, it's, they just seem like stories. I think it's hard for this generation to really take it seriously sometimes. And it's just, it's not a game. It's not a joke and it's not a game. Get out there and vote, get out there, and exercise your right and and try, it is one of the ways that we can try to have some control over our destiny. Because as I always say, we don't, we don't live, we can have control over our destiny in so much as hopefully we can vote for people that will do the right thing. We don't live in a democracy. We need to get that out in the open now for those that don't understand that. This is not a democracy. We live in a republic. Like we said, unto the republic for which it stands. Yeah, yeah. So the question is, why do we live in a republic? We live in a. Why did the forefathers build a republic and not a democracy? And the reason is, is that the forefathers thought that people were stupid. <laughs> they thought that people wasn't smart enough to vote and make the right decisions. So we vote for people who go to Washington and vote for us. So I'm saying, in so much as as best as we can. We try to identify people who we hope and pray will advocate for us as best as as they you know as best as we can. But I just feel like we're always voting for the lesser of two evils.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah. you know. And again, nobody's perfect. There's something wrong with everybody. But man, most of the time, the choices that we have, we kind of like who gonna hurt us the least. And I don't know if that's that should be the motivation. Yeah, that that
2: that's not that's that's not not healthy. Yeah, that's not healthy at all. But but one thing that you mentioned earlier, brother Hinton, is that. Yes, we have to vote. And yes, we have to support black business and support our communities. Those two items aren't mutually exclusive. It's not an either agreed. or, it's an and
1: in both. Agreed, agreed. You know what I
2: mean? But but, for, but for whatever reason, it seems like the, the the ongoing conversation, because we know the background of both candidates right now, the ongoing conversation in the black community is that, well, if both candidates suck, then why even participate in the process? We need to worry about our community and take care of our community. But people are kind of missing the boat that it's through the economic process that works in concert with the political system that we also still need to be involved in the political system because on a local and state level, those are how dollars are allocated to our communities, right? Yeah. So so it seems to me that we also have it twisted a little bit when we, when we put the, our faith in uh, federal, na- na- national campaigns, president, you know, presidents or statewide campaigns, when it comes to your senators, but folks also are kind of ignoring the power of local politics as well.
1: That's a good point, and you know, folks are like, really well, "I'm not
2: going to participate. I'm not. You know, we need to support black business. We need to. We need to take care of our kings and queens and raise our babies. Yes, but we also live in a republic within communities." that still depend on that Republic for resources for our daily living as well.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's a really good point. I think uh, most of the time people don't even know who their local officials are. They don't know who on the city council, they have no idea. And that's, I think that's probably one of the reasons why the same people just sort of hold those seats and stay there and stay there and stay there because no one knows who they are. They don't really get publicized in the same way. And I don't think that we perceive that they have, for whatever reason. I don't think that they perceive that they have the same type of power that the president that the president has. Yeah, the president yeah. seems like God to us. You know, what oh I'm yeah, saying? it's like, it's like yeah. the CEO of the country. You the man. <laughs> yeah, he got the money. and He decides who gets what, when, and where. And all they can do is just spend whatever. Mm-hmm. I think a part of it is, um, again, not knowing. Mm-hmm. And then a part of it is the perspective, it's nationally televised. Like they'll cut off, your, they'll turn off your favorite show to show you a debate. So it's like, this must really be where it's at. When, like you said, getting local support, I think is important. You touched on something real quick that I think is important. There's some people who are like, there's some people who are like, man, that voting stuff don't work. Let's just take care of our communities. There's an either or, it's not a both. Yeah. yeah. And I think, matter of fact, I know what, well, I can't, not for everybody, but I know where it comes from. It's people have, I think that people have been let down so much and so often they just feel like it doesn't work. Or they go and vote and their perception, and that's important, their perception is nothing in my life has changed. So why am I going to do this? You know, Ninth Avenue ain't changed. My Luther King Drive ain't changed. Like, in their heads, why am I voting if my immediate surroundings aren't changing? Man, forget that, you know what I'm saying? Or either forget that, let me go do what I can do. But stuff really don't trickle down to us. You know what I'm saying? When people hear about stuff happening to presidents and stuff on that level, they don't care. Like, I'll, you know what I'm saying? They're just like, you know, gas, $1.80, everything must be good right now. You know what I'm saying? So... I think people have a, where, people who don't vote, a lot of that comes from a mistrust of the system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And me and RJ, hold on, hold on, RJ, years ago, we kind of kicked around some idea of like, kicked around some idea, uh, an idea of some research about cultural mistrust. Yeah. You know, That's what you, you right. you remember years ago, and we was trying to, you know, part of the reason that black and brown people don't, you know, people always focus on, you know, poor people don't have insurance Mm -hmm. or they don't have healthcare, but there's this other element of cultural mistrust. Like we don't trust doctors sometimes because of a social history. So I'm just saying, I'll let to say like culturally, we have this mistrust of systems and institutions in general, because we use them and they don't work for us. So why would I, why would I use it? And why would I tell my kids to use it? And I think voting, sometimes people perceive that voting is the same way. Ain't nothing going to change around here. No. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Ain't nothing going to trickle down. Ain't nothing going to change. They still going to be running down the street. you going to call the police. They still going to take 30 minutes to get here. Ain't nothing going to change. So why go do it? You know what I'm saying? And people have to realize nothing changes because there are one too many people like you saying nothing is going to change. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey they don't under, they understand right? if you if you got a whole city block and everybody feel the same way then your city block gonna be the same next year too <laughs> and yes, the year whoops. after that
0: and the year after that <laughs> and so you brought up a good point in terms of this cultural mistrust and then as you as you see it the cycle keeps repeating itself because we get individuals who show up two weeks before election period, stay maybe two days after election day if they get elected about the things that they want to do, right? You have the individuals coming from the other side of the tracks, as we like to say within the Black community to have a picnic in the park, right? Hand out some balloons, have an Easter egg hunt for the kid. And then, right, they get this false hope. Yeah. We see it happen every election cycle. Whether it's the local, whether it's state, we have individuals popped up that we ain't seen, like we didn't even know you knew how to get into this part of the exactly.
2: (laughs)
1: Exactly.
0: Like you didn't get
1: the passcode. (laughs) You got the passcode. (laughs) Y'all just giving it out now.
0: You 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 open the door and you see him standing there, and you (laughs) you came by yourself? (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, and so we, we see this, but what where do you, where do you think it comes from? Like, I know there's a thing called, like, election depression that we typically go through, or, you know, some people, given everything that's going on, like, people want me to participate in, like, community activities, and I'm tired. I can't. Like, I yeah. mentally cannot, right? I i sometimes i don't even have the strength to tie my shoes and you want me to go and like talk to people in the community that don't really want to hear what i got to say that's not going in well it's not going, yeah. going end well, right <laughs> not going volunteer
2: well. for a phone bank man i'm not spending time for people to hang up on me that's not going to end well, right <laughs> so y'all you asking think, the wrong one <laughs>
0: what do you what do you think are some viable solutions to how individuals can become more active on their Streets to the communities to the city and town to the county to the state and then ultimately federally.
1: You mean in regards to getting people to vote or in regards to voting or just in regards to just community building in general?
0: Being a just a member of the community.
1: The thing the which, thing, which thing that I've th- to the other part. The thing that I've learned about people and this is something that they preach in counseling all the time. Like when people start going to counseling or therapy, the way you get somebody to come back is when you first meet them, you give them something that works, that they feel like it's going to work. And you tell them, you give them some insight quickly. If they feel like this works, man, this might be all right. They get inspired to come back. Yeah. A lot of times people, like you said, you, you said it back, my people are exhausted. Both of y'all said it, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm emotionally, mentally, and spiritually exhausted. There are two things about, again, we talked about this before. There are two things that in order to community build and to get people to join hands and to work hard, there are two things that are like, what did we say? Two things that people have, leaders have to know. People wanna be led. People need something to believe in. Facts. Think about, when you've truly believed in something you've worked for hours and and time went by and you like people, I think to make that exhaustion go away, people have to see production and it has to be something that they truly feel motivated in. And it has to be something that they believe in and something they believe will work. And they have to see fruits early. The way you get people and reign people in is you show them some production early. You can't come like, all this voting stuff and, you know, you vote for him and then guess what? He's going to get in and he's going to start this job next January and then when he get in, he got to talk to some other people next year for a while and then they got to get together and write a bill and then they got to present a bill. To, ain't nobody got time for all that. Man, we hungry now. My kids need a park around the corner now to play in. Like, we need, we need you to fill some of these potholes in the street now. So it's kind of like, It all feels like you have to sacrifice all this time, effort, and energy, like, to hope and pray that something happens later. And it's like, I think, to help, to answer your question, community building, it's all about, it doesn't have to be anything, it doesn't have to be anything big. I just think that it has to be something that people see fruits early. Even if it's something small, if it's... I, I mean, I don't know if it's filling a pothole in the street. If it, they just have to see something that has bothered them. They need to see the fruits of something that will make their community better or that I don't care if it's a community garden. I don't care if it's tearing down a dilapidated house. I don't care if it's cutting the grass at a, at a, at a house that has, has, has been an eyesore on a corner of, of, of the neighborhood for, for a year now or something like they just need to see that something is changing. Again, the problem is they hear this stuff about change and about hope and what I'm gonna do and every year every four years they go vote and every two years they go vote and, and it, they, they keep going to vote and everything continues to look the same or appear the same to them now again, perception matters things might be changing on a level something might happen on a how many people really understand their income tax something may happen on the income tax level they may get80 dollars back. I don't understand that. All I know is I paid all these taxes during the year. I go to H and R Block and they tell me how much I'm getting back. Maybe my vote did matter. And somebody did something somewhere that I got $150 back extra. I don't notice that. What I notice are things in my immediate environment. How much do groceries cost? How much does my gas cost? And can I take my kid to the Chuck E. Cheese? Like, yeah. <laughs> like people. Well, not only- now. We
2: hello, oh, you imagine going to a Chuck E. Cheese right now. <laughs>
1: Oh no. yeah, uh, I, God, I, 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 oh my no. god! I'm saying. Ooh, no. Like, that is, that's something that for some reason I don't understand, and maybe they understand but there's nothing they can do about it. I wonder if most politicians truly understand that. That at the end of the day, people understand what's in their face. Mm. That's all they understand. I understand the red notice in my mailbox that says they're coming to cut my lights off in two weeks. All that other national stuff you talking about, defense, and what somebody did nationally for education, uh, man, look, how you gonna make my life my life better right now? I can't get you know lower this gas, make these groceries affordable, and you know give me a raise on my job, give me a raise on my job so I can pay some of these bills. I make ten dollars an hour, give me fifteen dollars an hour. Which, if you look at if you look at it from an economical standpoint. That's a comp- that is a complicated thing raising the minimum wage. Everybody needs don't get me wrong, I think that everybody deserves a livable wage. $10 uh, an hour ain't it though. It ain't. Yeah. But but I've heard like Thomas Sowell, uh, a lot of economists have talked about this idea that think about it, if you if I raise minimum wage, if everybody raise minimum wage, then the guy that sends me products, he got to raise how much he charge. Mm-hmm. Because he got to pay people more. Yep. And then I got to raise how much I charge. Because he's raising how much he charged.
0: Which kind of defeats the purpose to begin with.
1: And then what happens is I'm paying everybody. I can't pay everybody $15 an hour. Somebody got to go. Somebody got to get fired. Who gonna get fired? So it's like that, that whole conversation, that's why it hasn't happened yet. It's, it, I think it's more of a complicated conversation than people think from an economic standpoint. There are all these things that can happen. Don't get me wrong, I think that people deserve a livable wage, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it hasn't happened yet because it's more complicated than we think. But the point is, people only understand what's happening to them imminently right now. So to build communities and from communities to to see that mushroom out nationally, it all starts with people seeing progress in their immediate neighborhood. Some sort of progress. I don't care how small it is. People need to see something. They can't wake up a week after the election and the same old dude sitting on the corner and the same old burnt down house ain't torn down yet. And the same old park got needles in it. It don't work like that. That is why people lose faith. It's because you sit and you you feed them this lie that that voting matters. And then I do and the park looked the same. or you only go fix the park over there by Ritter but oh, our wow. kids ain't got no clean parks to play in. You'll fix the park over there where the rich, where, where rich white folks stay, where the president house is, But our kids ain't got no clean parks to play in. You know what I'm saying? We can't walk all the way over there. Yeah. Then you make me pay municipal fees to pay for that park. To, yeah. Like people, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It don't add up to people a lot of times. So if you really want people votes, and then the question is, eh, I wonder do they think, eh? these folks really don't vote anyway. So what difference do it make if I lose their vote? So why I need to fix their power? Just, just
2: be real. And that that is the conundrum because that is what is happening right now.
1: And and, and like y'all said, look, you have to leverage, which was why I thought what Ice Cube was doing was so dope. Like you gotta leverage your power. We have to go vote and show these people, okay, we finna go vote, partner. Okay, you ain't gonna fix this part. Watch what all of us do. Everybody, let's go. We're gonna go, go vote against this dude.
0: On the same day, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna wear matching shirts. We're gonna load up the church vans. We're gonna sing Negro Spirituals as we riding <laughs> like that. Dude, Some if we had uniform,
2: songs. if we had uniform t-shirts like a family reunion. I guarantee the voted the voting registration and the votes in, in the black community would go up like 900% man. If like if, if we had like a nationwide almost campaign, yo, campaign and we were we wearing like black shirts to the polls and some kind of logo on it, I guarantee, man. I guarantee it. it. That look,
1: this is that's a part that's that's why they give you a, when you start a job you could wear a T-shirt and raggedy jeans, but they give everybody a uniform. Yeah. Because uniforms create what? <laughs> uniform. Uniformity.
0: Yeah.
1: People like to feel like they are part of something. That yeah. part. You know what I'm saying? Like, people love to feel like they are a part of something, especially if they perceive that that something is productive. And they're going to benefit from that something. And it feels good to feel like, hey, I played a part in that happening. Yes. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? There's like, people wanna feel useful. So like you said, it's crazy how if somebody just went out and printed out a whole bunch of uh, 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 t-shirts and said, said, we gonna have a van here, and guess what, everybody wear these t-shirts and we gonna have some bottled water and some nutri balls and some nutri balls. And guess what, we finna go get in line and we finna vote for somebody who's gonna do something for us. Yeah. And yeah. if this clown don't act right, guess what? We gonna all take our vote and go somewhere else. If they see people organized in that way, People will change. I, I, I really think that they'll take notice because they want to keep their jobs. But I, I think that they're like, okay, I only got time to make three stops. Am I really going to go to this neighborhood that them folks really don't vote no way? And they probably don't like me to begin with. <laughs> fix yeah. your park. why? You ain't going to vote?
0: Yeah, Right. You just going to tear it up if I, if I if I fix it up again. But then you have to talk about that could potentially happen but there's other things in the community that you have to implement as well. You can't just plant a tree and say, well, I cleaned the park, Yeah. right? You, there, there's some systems and structures that need to be cleaned, right? We don't have community-based health services in a lot of these locations where Black and brown individuals are suffering from health issues, right? You got to go all the way over to county, right? Everybody knows what the county hospital
2: is. Don't nobody want to go to county. (laughs) That's like that's like Chesapeake General. That's like Chesapeake General, man. People would go to three three cities down to avoid going to Chesapeake General.
0: Leg falling off, bleeding out the (laughs) butt. Hey, drive all the way to Virginia, right? I ain't (laughs) trying to die. You
2: better make it to Norfolk General.
0: Hey, hey. (laughs) hey. put your foot on the gas. Don't you drop me off there. Right. And it's sad that we understand. And that's the commonality here, but there aren't that many community-based health services. And then when we yeah. even start to look at different community-based resource centers, like mental health, women's health, women, infant, and children, you got like one office and most of the time the women and the infants and the children can't get to that office. Because of the transportation system that by the time they got an appointment, it takes them three hours to even get over there, yeah, right, and I- so it's it's so many things working against them within just the local area that it was like, yo, you give you give me a step up, but everything else that you're not paying attention to knocks me two
1: steps back sometimes that man, you just maybe think sometimes I think. There's another part of me. The other side of me feels like they completely understand that people need something to feel like progress is happening so they can shut up. Mm. Case in point, Black Lives Matter and police shootings. Did they overhaul the police system? I mean, I don't think anybody was like, completely defunded, we don't need police. But the system definitely needs to be overhauled completely. It needs some attention. It needs some attention, for sure. Did did they... (laughs) But did they did they attend to it? No. What did they do? Oh, they tore down a few statues for you so your niggas could be quiet. Mm. You see how we missed that? Like, and I was pointing it out, and my son pointed it out. My son and my daughter pointed it out. They was like, "That ain't what we asked for." I hope right. everybody don't fall for it. Oh yeah, I said, oh, yeah. Ba- said, I said, "Baby, it's, it's too late. It's on TV now. It's too late." Like. And they, and, they, and, they, and, and they throw it on you so much and they, they hit you with it on TV. They make you feel like, yay, progress is being made and you never stop to think, hold on, this ain't what I asked for. So it's like, I wonder sometimes if they do get it. They're like, look, we need to give these people something and not just black people, poor people in general. We need to give these people something so they'll shut up and so they'll feel like we're doing something for them. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, black Black yeah. Lives Matter on the basketball court during the NBA finals don't count.
1: <laughs> you stop <laughs> you know <not> <laughs> don't count. It, it, is that are you ultimately getting to the heart of and and creating an intervention for what we originally asked for? Yeah, and we didn't that have... was again, and that was again what well, nobody's saying there shouldn't be any police. Nobody said that, but we're saying we need this system examined and we like better training. And we like to see what's up with the screening process from the top to the bottom. We this needs to be reevaluated to see what is happening. Look, yeah. being a police, I, I'm first person to tell you, God bless police. Hell yeah. He Blesses to them. We need them. You know dude, what I'm saying? Dude, and, something
2: something happened, man. Who you gonna call? We are come.
1: Ghostbusters, <laughs> like
2: yo, for real. Yeah. And I know it's like, and in some places it's kind of like they're hey, only, in, they're
0: the they're yeah, only in the suburbs. the man.
2: Some some people, some 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 places I've been, man, some pop off. That's who I want to see first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see no counselor, man. I need to. I need the people that's gonna take care of what's going on and putting me in harm's way.
1: Yeah, they you know have what I'm an, bro, they got an impossible job that I really don't think that any human could ever be prepared to do anyway. Nah, not with all of the
2: facets, the mental the mental aspect, the physical aspect, the quick judgment. I feel bad for them a lot of times, man, but damn, like we, we just can't, we can't
1: accept the current system though. Exactly, so <laughs> you know? the thing is, when we yell and scream and cry for something, are we the result? Are we getting what we asked for? Or sometimes are there some people who they give you a little something to make you be quiet? We, we turn down the statues, you know what I'm saying? And people, Man, got, all people got all happy. Jackson won't doing nothing to me. <laughs> and, and that doesn't mean that it shouldn't have been. It, that should have been done a long time ago anyway. Right. But it'll it, it takes our you know. So again, it's called political science for a reason. There's a science to it. Oh, you know say I'm that for the people in the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there is a there are, there is a method to the madness. And, there are science, and this is not... Listen, this is not me saying that all politicians are evil or bad. You know what I'm saying? But I do think that... I think numbers matter, votes matter, and people have to play the game so they can get the vote, so they can keep their jobs, and so they can keep doing what they're doing. I think that a lot of people who get into that, that craft... A lot of them really do want to help people. You know what I'm saying? And I think that power—sometimes power scares me.
2: Well, you know what you I'm
1: know, saying? What's the hold on? What's the what's the saying that I what's the saying I heard uh, a couple of weeks ago? Power attracts the worst and corrupts the best. Hmm. And I never forgot that it it attracts the worst and corrupts the best. So I I don't know. I, I again I just think that. At the end of the day, for poor people, and particularly for Black people, our people, we get tired of hearing how important our vote is, but we don't see anything imminently in our communities happen that we touch every day. Yeah. And something could be happening, but if I can't touch it or see it, my perception is this doesn't work, why go do it?
0: Yeah, my my perception is my reality. And until you show me something, Right. I, I I'm holding my hat on the fact that this is what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, we we talked about we didn't ask for the statues. We asked for systemic change. Right. We didn't ask for all of these protests. We asked for policy review. Yeah. Policy update. How do you. how How are you seeing everything that's happening outside? Right. Because you are a professor. How are you seeing that manifest itself within the classroom?
1: the classroom that's a good question and it's hard to answer this generation very much wants to find a sense of control and it's different classrooms and universities are mainly mainly liberal like like liberal liberal and progressive ways of thinking sort of uh sort of dominate Most of it. So most of my students are like, let's protest. Let's, you know, let's create change. Let's they're they're urging each other to vote and let's create change. And you know what I'm saying? And let's if somebody's not doing right, let's bring them down. And they're all about the protest. They're all about the vote. They're all about the protest. You know what I'm saying? I still I question, I think their hearts are in the right place. They see what's happening around them. And my message to, I end up, because you know I talk I'm—I talk a lot now. You know I end up, I always end up weaving this in. I always tell my my classes the same way I tell my own kids. And like we've talked about, y'all don't get to have a childhood, unfortunately. There's too much stuff that's going on that's going to affect y'all lives later that you have to fix right now. So y'all need to grow up get out of your child and grow up and y'all just, y'all have to make some adult moves and some adult decisions now. And what I've seen in the classroom and in universities is that's what they're doing actually. They wanna go vote, they all excited. I just don't know if the tactics that they're using work.
2: As far as actually influencing the system versus a lot of the white noise, the the protests, the marches, the rah-rah. Yes, I'm going to vote, but also I think there's a level of perseverance that has to take place. We talk about this waiting game. You talked about this waiting game, Dr. Hinton, and, and, and we want a, a immediate satisfaction, instant gratification because our vote is now in the ballot box. Okay, where's my park? Where's my health care? Where are my qualified teachers?
1: Exactly.
2: And, and and it's really a marathon, but I think during that marathon, people get discouraged because we're tired of waiting, we're tired of waiting. But if you think about the context of our country, I mean Jim Crow, Jim Crow was 60 years ago. Yeah. You know, one generation removed from Jim Crow. And look how look how it took 60 years so that you know we all could attend uh PWIs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that, took, that, took, that, took, that took 60 years.
1: Yeah. I I can remember, I knew my great grandmother. Okay, and a lot of people can't say that. My family is pretty tight. Every holiday, we all get together, you know what I'm saying, and do, do what families do. My great grandmother would pray, and my grandmother would say the same prayer, and my mother would say the same prayer. And they would always pray. I pray, you know, I encamp angels around, and I pray for the wealth and health of my kids, my kids' kids, and my kids' kids' kids. And my grandmother and my mother would always say, all them situations that you got in that I that you think I don't know about, that we know about. Come on, sir. That was because of some prayer yes, somebody sir. said yes, that sir. your grandmama and your great-grandmama said. So my point is this, speaking to your point, brother Kev, they never, they always knew, uh, Whatever form they gave energy to the world, whether it was marching, whether it was praying, whether it was whatever, they was always praying for somebody down the line. They knew that change, people who died for the vote, they knew they probably wasn't gonna get it. They was dying for two or three generations. They was fighting for two or three generations down the line. They understood this is a marathon.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: This is a change
2: what do he say? I might not get there with you. I might not get there with you.
0: But I on, know one day you know. as a people, we will all get to the promised land. Yeah?
1: yeah. Yeah. Knowing that I'm not fighting for myself. This is for my kids, my kids, kids, and my kids, kids, kids. They understood that then. And like you said, I don't think that they're very much an in instant gratification mm generation they want to see change. and it's nothing wrong with it's nothing wanting to fight and wanting to see change now i just think that they need to understand it might not happen today or tomorrow and like I, I i rj i always hear your voice in the back of my head keep your foot on the gas ever since i heard you say that i repeat that and i preach that bro keep your foot on the gas keep yeah. moving forward keep going forward you can't get tired and get exhausted. A part, you know what I'm saying? I know you all get tired and exhausted. You just have to keep moving forward. And it might not happen for you, but it might happen for your kids. Or it might happen for your kids' kids. They want instant gratification. And I wonder if they're doing things that work.
0: Yeah. You, you would, and, and you brought up a lot of good points. And um, it, in, intentions don't always yield the right impacts. Right, and and the outcome may not always match the outlook. And so trying to figure out, well, I, a mentor of mine, and you know him, he was like, this civil rights shit ain't cute. He was like, this, oh, this oh, very what ugly. we're doing is yeah. not cute, right? Like you wanna pass out some flyers, that's cute, right? Yeah. He, like you wanna lead a protest and get them to change the name of a building, that's cute. He was like, but Bloody Sunday wasn't cute. Nah, people got like, bust,
2: bust over their head with police yeah. batons.
0: Yeah, and so yeah. like understanding like the business at hand, like you don't sign up cause this is cute, right? This ain't popcorn. You put it in a microwave and in three minutes it's done. Like, yeah. no, it's, it's gonna take a while. And the, the quote that I have written on my wall behind me is a slow fire makes a sweet malt, right? So yeah. recognizing that a lot of the things that I do, right? I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it so that those that come behind me don't have to do the same things that I've done, right? Don't have to experience it. Like We we have a poem called The Bridge Builder, right? And understanding that this bridge I'm building is not for me. It's for those generations that, that have to fight, right? I, I don't want them to, right? I'm trying to yeah. do anything that I can right now. So as my grandma and them used to say, in the by and by, they don't have to. But yeah. and, I, and I think we have become a society that starts to subscribe to Instagram likes and follows because yeah. I'm doing this so that I can get a like on Instagram, not change the policy that is creating, like causing me to have to do any of the things that I'm doing. Yeah.
2: And, and really th- this is, you know, it's, they state, it states in the Bible that a wise man leaves an inheritance for three generations.
1: And yeah. that inheritance
2: doesn't necessarily mean monetary something that's of monetary yeah. value. Yeah. Yeah. Like your vote, your vote. Our ability to vote is the inheritance that our that our ancestors left for us. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Our ability to have some of the freedoms and privileges to to get an education, to read. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: to, to to read, to be able to to be able to to marry marry whoever you wanted to marry. Like, yeah. There were folks in america that were born in america that looked like you and i and brother jay dr hen that could not do any of that yeah you couldn't vote you couldn't read you couldn't get educated you couldn't marry who you wanted to marry they didn't have those rights and so we are we are the recipients of that inheritance yes sir and and i just i just don't understand why people don't see the value in it though like the inheritance the inher- the inheritance is the, the reason we can get up in the morning and do what we do. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. In any profession. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 but the, the, what separates us probably from a lot of other people is we feel a connection. We had mothers and grandmothers and auntie. We, something happened with these 2000 babies. Like we, Like, we have a very different connection to all of that because we had somebody say, come here, boy, let me tell you a story. Yeah, Yeah. indeed. We had, so we feel very much connected to that. And I think that one, they don't feel connected to it. And two, this is probably a whole another conversation for another day. Every generation has had a unifying purpose, but this one. Mm. Slaves want to be free. Unifying purpose. My, you know, my mother then wanted civil rights, unifying purpose. The question is, what purpose unifies them? Well, we could, we could interracially date, we can all go to the same malls, we can use the same restrooms. I don't see the, see what I'm saying? Like, they don't see, they don't have, they don't feel like they have anything to fight for and they don't have a unifying purpose. When this generation finds a unifying purpose, something to unify them, mm. it's, it's gonna, that's when they'll get it together. But somebody else other than us somewhere figured that out too. So they said, let's give them just enough. Mm-hmm. Because if they, get, if they hurt too much and they get too low, they are gonna all band together if they, get, if they hurt too much and they, hurt, get, they get too low. Let's give them enough.
2: Yeah. Because somebody <laughs>
1: else saw the pattern too.
2: That's like George Floyd happen happening once every five years versus three or four times a year. Just enough to keep it off the radar. Yeah. And and maybe maybe if if maybe we go out and kill an innocent black man, then we'll let him rally and have a rally and and do a march and yeah we'll take down another statue and maybe we'll uh, we'll finally change uh, Jeff Davidson Highway, uh, change the name in all of the communities nationwide but just enough so they really won't band together and they'll forget about keeping their foot on the gas.
1: Like that's, impo- that's a powerful plate, Dr. Yeah. Hinton. It is. And like, I just don't see why we, why we don't get it. Like, what are we, like, why are we missing this? And ultimately, I've always said, y'all heard me say it before. Ultimately, people want to feel like they have control over their lives. The one thing that people don't want, they don't want to feel like anything can just happen to them. You know what I'm saying? Somebody bullied you at school, you said, guess what, I'm going to get my big brother. You know what I'm saying? Some some happened, guess what, I'm gonna go to the newspaper, I'm gonna ruin your business. We always want to feel like we have some control over our lives. And so I think that protesting and marching, it makes people feel good. It makes you feel like you're active. It makes you feel like you have a voice. And because, just because there are a lot of us out here, because there are a lot of people out here, that makes us powerful. Like, and I always challenge the idea that after I heard my son say it, I, why, you, why you mad? Why you mad? Because we've been marching forever. And here we are again, still getting shot. It look like marching don't work. Yeah. <clears throat> like something happens, you want, let's get together as a department, let's write a letter. Is that real leverage? (laughs) We're doing that to make ourselves feel like so we won't feel like we got pumped. Oh, they asked me to write the letter so I wrote it. (laughs) You know, and it's just like (laughs) we do these things so we won't feel helpless. Mm -hmm. To feel like we're active. To feel like I did my part. And I just think that a lot of times, a lot of the things that we do to create like protesting and marching are important, don't get me wrong. But People don't respond until you hit them financially. That's true. Until you start to hurt people's pockets. That's how you create real change. You know what I'm saying? Like we could we could protest Donald Trump all we want, but if you don't gonna go vote, he's gonna keep his job, he gonna keep his he's gonna keep his job. He's gonna until, stay out until of you want, <laughs> until you re, yeah, until you really galvanize and vote somebody out of office and they don't have a job anymore. Once they see people will get together and vote and not vote for somebody, and they're gonna be like, man, oh, Mitchell lost his job down the hall, partner. You better go to that district because them folks ain't playing over there.
0: Right.
1: Until, until people see that you will really organize and do something that's gonna hurt their careers or their finances, go down there for what? Fix their park for what,
0: you know? And, and that's a good point. And, and, I, I, and I think what the people need to know is that everybody can't drive the car at the same time. Somebody needs to be in the passenger seat. Somebody needs to be in the back sleep to get rest. Because as we do the fire drill uh, game at the red light, there's going to yeah. come a time where we're going to have to stop the car. Everybody needs to change seats.
2: And somebody needs to be a mechanic for that vehicle. That
0: part. Yeah, right? Somebody right. needs... Everybody yeah, got home. a role in this, yeah. Somebody needs to be at home making sure that, yo, we reporting back and we letting people know what's happening. Everybody has a part to play. And I think <laughs> that when you don't try to... Everyone can not be the leading star. Somebody got to be the supporting cast.
1: Hey, let me ask y'all this. Who the hell want to be vice president? Nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's just... And the that worst job ever. <laughs> Every Everything y'all said, who the hell, you got a son that play football, who wants him to be a lineman? You want right. your son to be the quarterback, you want him to run the ball, you want him to throw the ball. We all want to be number one. That's a, like That's American culture, and I think that both of y'all are right. We have to accept the fact that this is a group effort, and everybody plays a role, and everybody will benefit, but everybody want to be number one, everybody want to be... Everybody wanna be out front, you know what I'm saying? And until we figured that part out, mm-hmm. that everybody that just, I need to play my part to make this work. Yes, sir. There will, it's gonna always be issues. We have it's, to figure out, yeah.
0: But you gotta understand is that it may be my time, it just not, it may not be my turn. And so exactly. figuring out like, I gotta show up, but when it's my turn to back, I gotta be ready. Absolutely.